Welcome to the Limitless Career Podcast, the show where you hear the how, why, and what it takes to build an ambitious and fulfilling career that stands out. Around here, we believe that ambition isn't a dirty word, and each episode will show you exactly what I mean. I'm your host, Jazz Broughton, certified career coach on a mission to empower you to embrace ambition, create your own rules, and create a career and life you never thought possible. I do this work and more with a dose of reality, curiosity, challenge and intention to enable you to show up and go get the growth your ambitious career deserves. Hey, hey, hey. Today's episode is going to get a little bit personal. (laughs) Um, I'm recording quite late in the day, which isn't like me, but... um, I think it was important to just capture this moment. I finished watching a film and I was like, you know what? I need to update my vision board. And I'm recording this December, the first week of December. So this isn't uh, a sort of January situation for me, right? But I did a couple of weeks ago go on an amazing mastermind weekend and have been really deep in coaching um, following that. I'm kind of always in coaching. Um, But it was one of those things where I kind of just said to myself, why am I waiting till January? I know what I want for next year. I know what my intentions are. Um, and so I opened it up and some of you may know this, but my vision board is actually just something I created in Canva. I wanted to have so much creative control over it. I also wanted it to be something that I can look at every day. So it literally lives on my second screen. So a few folks have seen it. (laughs) It's not exactly a secret. There's nothing like delivering a a workshop and your, your screen share kind of kicks out. Um, and the slides disappear stage left and everybody in the room is looking at your vision board and you know at first that felt really awkward because it's like oh this is personal but the other side of it is like everything that's on my vision board is nothing I'm ashamed of Um, it's something that there are folks listening that will know more about than others and that's the way it should be ultimately Um, those are I consider in my intimate circle know the stories the journeys the um the real sort of level of desire behind some of these things. Um, So I thought before I update it, let's just take a moment to just kind of walk through, do a little bit of review, review, recap. I am one of those people that loves to just dive into planning the next onto the next. And I, I know, uh, you know, fellow ambitious folks can definitely relate to that but I just wanted to press pause on it and the way I've done it is it's a number of images um I have some words sort of around my role I have some of the things that I value um as well as some affirmations um and starting off with the images so I'll do I'll do this quite briefly (laughs) but ultimately you know first image top left is um of an engagement ring (laughs) an engagement ring and a wedding ring um on somebody's hand and it's pink and um I am pleased to say that I am now engaged you know so looking at this picture it's just like oh okay cool (laughs) 
Um, the next picture along is of a poke bowl and unfortunately I haven't been able to experience that this year just due to just being home a lot of the time but it was also for me a representation of just enjoying food, enjoying preparing food, also nourishing myself with really healthy food and just really really upping the levels around that um, and what I would say around that is I can do better. Um, the next image along is of an amazing bubble bath of candles and this is definitely something that I kept as a staple um, for some of you some of you may know like my journey towards coaching started off with my mental illness my anxiety my depression and um, there have been times especially during the pandemic where I took a bubble bath at 2.30 in the afternoon because I needed that reset. And there's a number of things that I do to reset. And I know some of you listening, it's just like, okay, that sounds like very basic self-care. But the reality is we all have different things that fill our cup. And for me, baths, cooking, massages, talking to friends, all of that stuff kind of sits under the umbrella of the things that I do to really make sure that I'm not sort of tumbling down a hill head first when it comes to the pace of my life, my well-being, my mental health, all of those things. The next image is of Issa Rae, okay? And it's a screenshot from Drake's uh, video, Nice For What. And what I loved about that video, if you haven't checked out that video, please check it out anyway. Um, regardless of how you feel about Drake, it was just her in this boardroom. And for me, this image really represented somebody stepping up and doing the things that they want to do, doing the things that they're super intentional about, using their talent, using their art, opening doors for other folks, creating a table where there is none, pulling up a seat where there is a table, right? That energy is what I wanted to embody this year. Um, and I definitely feel there's so many ways that I've done that through who I've chosen to work with, the the partnerships that I fostered this year, um, the way that I've sort of grown into my role within um, my day job, like all of that, just really being super intentional and tapping into my gifts, my talents and my strengths unashamedly has created the career that I see before me now as we approach the end of this year. The next image along was a laptop on a blanket and um, nothing to do with me, but just the way the year went that that took place. Now, I do have an office, don't get me wrong, um, but there's an element of, for me, um, being able to work in a way that works best for me right and I know that that's a privilege and I 100% appreciate it for the privilege that it is you know but that's been really helpful yes there are there's a huge part of me that is very very comfortable working remote but there's another part of me that is such a social being um and especially as these winter months sort of hit you know I found myself really having to switch it up a little bit and there's no shame in that you know um I worked from a shared working space that overlooks the Olympic Park two days this week and it just did wonders for my perspective my productivity again like and this is the type of social being that I am. I can talk to people all day, but I get energy from just being around people. Like legit, the two days that I went to this place, I probably only connected with um, the community managers there and the lovely people that make the coffee in the building and security, right? So very rudimentary, morning, how are you? Thank you, have a lovely evening. So good to be back, how's your day going? Oh, it's busy in here today. Small talk, 
I don't care. Me being able to look up from my laptop and see other folks just really just busy going about their business, going about what they're doing, and then being able to sort of look to the left or look in front of me, because I love sitting at the seats that literally look straight out the window, um, and just really looking at the London skyline from the morning to, you know, four o'clock when the sun decides it wants to disappear. So that's what this image on the vision board sort of represented for me, and that's how it's sort of being lived out. The other thing on here is a bunch of flowers, okay? Some cream roses to be precise. And that for me was, um, it's something that actually brings me back to something my grandma says. And my, my, my late grandma, her name was Melrose. And she always used to say, bring me my flowers while I can see them while I'm here. And I've always loved flowers absolutely love flowers they just having them in my space having them in my environment just does something for me and for me this here this image being on my vision board was was really my commitment to continue to bring that joy right that brightness that light that nourishing to my working environment right I work hard I spend hours in this same corner at this desk and it makes a world of a difference if in the side of my corner there's some beautiful yellow tulips there's roses that's like that nourishes me right and there's no reason why just because you're working hard that it must be miserable that it must be dreary or anything like that you know and that's something I believe for a long time those of you who know my my, my relationship with a stationery <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it lives on the same ethos, okay? If you come to any of my workshops, you see my rainbow highlighters in the back. Like I don't play when it comes to my work environment and, you know, flowers is definitely a thing for me and it's always been a thing for me, right? Outside of any romantic relationship or anything like that, I've always bought myself flowers, always, right? I've always ordered a bouquet, right? And look forward to that. And, and this is, if you're listening to me right now and you're saying, I've never tried that, I've never done that, I need you to do it. And when you do it, I want you to write a note to yourself, right? Pretend it's a gift for someone else and I want you to write a note to yourself. I want you to affirm yourself so that when that bouquet arrives or that flat box, right, okay? Not naming any particular brands, I've got a few. Reach out to me if you wanna know my favorite spot to to get them ordered but or, or even going up to the high street many times this year I've gone up to my local high street and walked into the florist and said I love these colors or could I have some of that and it's just such a beautiful experience but please if you do that write a note to yourself so that when it arrives it genuinely is that token of appreciation that reminder of your inherent value your inherent beauty that you're worthy of having beautiful things around you right all of that the next image on this vision board is of a house and I, I have a roof over my head, don't get me wrong. This this bad boy is going to roll over to next year, okay? We're not playing games. <laughs> this year, this was so far from my focus. But it is something that, you know, I would love, 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 love um, to uh, essentially, you know, own a home 
and a family home at that, you know, and that was a thing that was important to me. And it, again, like I'm going through these quite quickly because these are these are a blend of things, but also mindsets and intentions that I wanted to keep front of mind this year. And the next thing along is a piece of paper with a fountain pen and a few sentences on it. And that there represents my book, which will definitely be rolled over to next year. And it's something that I've been writing for years. But again, you know, when you look at something like this, it just reminds you, um, it reminds you that focus is important, but it also reminds you that there's a reason for everything. Because I can honestly say if I had written the book before this point, it wouldn't be the book that I know is still within me, if that makes sense. There's so many journeys or chapters essentially that I've just lived through or I'm even living through right now. So there's an element of there being a beauty in this one rolling over, much like the rest, right? This isn't something that I create, this isn't a checklist. There's a reason why this is visual. There's a there's a reason why um, I put this out there in this way and ultimately, you know, in terms of vision boarding, this isn't anything that I have done beyond say like three years. Um, my good friend Rebecca Kimberly hosted an event and I did my first in-person one and it was amazing just to have those reminders, those visual reminders, creating a sort of clear, concise picture of it. And of course, like the power of it in terms of manifesting and stuff like that, um, you know, is is super duper potent. Um, it's not something that I'm an expert on. For me, it's visual motivation, right? Um, if I'm honest with you, you know, this is something that without having the language for it, I grew up seeing, right? I grew up seeing my dad cut out pictures of his next dream car and stick it beside his bedside, right? That's that's what I grew up with in my house. Do you know what I mean? So even before it became woo-woo or even the scientific backing around affirmations, around the positive psychology of it all, this is nothing new to me to really have that constant reminder of what is front of mind for you. Um, the next thing is a picture of a vacay, <laughs> okay? And it's one of those ones where like the cabin is on the edge of the sea, okay? I didn't just pick any old, you know, I'm a big fan of a city break, but you know, we didn't get to do it this year, but I, I really do hope and pray that next year is the year that um, my fiance and I, getting used to this, um, we really get to take that, you know, that resort do nothing type break um that we get to do that so that's definitely on there and rolling that bad boy right over um and then the last image before i jump into just some of the words and the language that i've put on here um is it's actually a painting um or somebody could have done it on photoshop i don't know but it's a painting of like a black woman and her face is just hella apologetic and she is curvy and she's owning it and she's in this red dress and like this for me just represented my journey with my own body and i'm i'm so grateful to this this vessel here right <laughs> i'm so grateful for it because it's through taking care of it that i'm able to do or have been able to do what i've done thus far but i know that uh, you know, there's there's so much more that I need to sew into it. There's so much more by way of healthy habits and things like that that I can do to nourish it. But this was my way of saying, you know what, this body is your body. It's nobody else's body. And like, I am glad that I have a great relationship with it, right? 
um, there have been times where I've had angst. And, and for some of you might be thinking, okay, she's a career coach, where is she taking me down this pathway, right? But I think there's an element of, um, this, is, this might sound weird, reach out to me if it doesn't sound weird to you. Um, but when I first entered the world of careers, I had a uniform, I worked in hospitality. And then after working in hospitality, I went into property, but I still kind of kept a little semi-uniform. I wore shirts and stuff like that. And when you wear things like that, there's an element of, we're all gonna look the same, right? We're all gonna look the same. And so I'm in a camouflage, I'm a blend in. And then I moved into tech and I was like, oh my gosh, I can wear whatever I want to. What does this mean, right? What does this mean? And that meant that I had to come to grips with the freedom of recognizing how I wanted to show up in the workplace, right? Um, I've dyed my hair green, I've dyed it purple, I've dyed it red, like the expression was just un, like unlimited for me. And it was just really a celebration of who I am on the inside through fashion. I've always loved clothes. Um, now I'm not about to be anybody's um, influencer anytime soon or on the front row of any show, but I've always loved fashion. And it's always been something where I know how different it can feel when I feel like I look good, right? And and this is going even beyond sort of looking trendy or whatever. This is just like simple stuff. Like I'm like really, really comfortable that this coat is bump buttoning up, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. You know, everything is in place so I can just show up and do what I need to do. And that's what this image sort of represented to me is, finding that supreme comfort in my skin and my body and my curves and all of that stuff and recognizing that this is the vessel that makes me me and it allows me to show up wonderfully. So yes, we wanna be healthier or maybe we might wanna change some things, but we are loving who we are in this moment and we're not gonna let our feelings about our bodies or our image per se um, detract from our mission here on this planet. So that was the final image on there. So going on into the language now, right? So I'm gonna start off with what I noted down in terms of my, the things that I value ultimately in it. Uh, it's family, love, joy, passion, compassion, and growth. These were the things that really resonate with me, right? And these are the things that really drive me, they motivate me family. I'm the eldest of four children. I come from a big Jamaican family. They are the driving force for a lot of the things that I do, as well as the aspirational source of proof that you can create a career that you love and you can do work that is meaningful, right? And you can make a mark on this planet. Some of you who are connected with me on Instagram, I shared my family mission statement that my father created in the 90s, right? Family um, is so near and dear to me. Um, and from that love, joy, passion, right? These are the things that make you feel alive, right? They make you feel alive. You know when you're loved, right? You know when your love is making the world of a difference to another individual. This is what keeps us connected, right? And we could go deep into all the different types of love, but 
insert the type of love that's front of mind for you but that is what comes up for me treating each other with a kindness a care and a consideration appreciating each other's existence simply for the existence right and then going into joy and passion the things that nothing can actually take away they're kind of self-generating in the sense that you can seek them out no matter the circumstance and I think the past few years that we have just been through have been able to show us that humanity will always find a way to find joy there will always be something to be passionate about there will always be something that will keep us sort of driving forward but recognizing that we are not machines we are deserving of that deep feeling we are deserving of fun of play of laughter you know that belly laughter that nourishes our being so deeply and then again compassion and growth really seeking to understand one another right having that empathy and seeking to really really be able to step into one other one another's shoes not taking for granted the people that stand around you not taking for granted the experiences of other people and being so considerate to that in the hopes that there are others that are being considerate to you because that gives us space to exist. It gives us space to exist, right? There's nothing like being being yourself, feeling your feelings, being authentic to you within the safety of compassionate relationships, compassionate organizations, compassionate teams, right? Because it makes it less likely for you to have that split second where somebody asks you, how are you? And you feel tempted to say you're fine, even though you're really, really, really not. So having that safety Having that safety and having that space is so, so, so important. And then the last thing is growth. Okay? If you were to put all of my past managers in a room, they will tell you, Jazz, is about that growth life, about that stretch, that discomfort. Right? Feeling myself grow, learning the lessons, being so very self-aware of those spurts. <laughs> right that is important to me this year I wanted to grow I wanted to grow in my understanding I wanted definitely wanted to grow in my skill I definitely wanted to grow in relationship I wanted to grow in my impact I wanted to grow in how I work with people and my perspective right? My perspective. I wanted to unlearn some stuff. Let's be real, okay? You want to unlearn some stuff because it's in the unlearning that creates the space for the things, for the knowledge, for the insight and the wisdom that will take you to wherever it is that I decide I want to go next. The growth that I've done in 2021, the growth that's taken place, the, the painful growth as well as the joyful growth, is what is laying the foundation for whatever it is I put on this vision board for 2022. So these were the important things that I put on there. These were the things that were front of mind for me.
And then going a little bit beyond that, I had some affirmations. And the first one was, I can do hard things. I can do hard things. <laughs> this is often something that you, you feel in retrospect, right? In retrospect, you look back at something and you go, oh my gosh, that was so tough, but I could do it again. I have it within me. This is talking about the potential that we have. This is talking about resilience. This is talking about not treating ourselves like we're a China tea set. That will break if we try something new or if we challenge ourselves or we challenge the folks around us, right? We set that goal just a little bit higher. We commit just a little bit more. Even before jumping on to record this session, I, I saw on Twitter somebody posted, don't invite me to anything until the end of the year. In fact, until the end of Q1. Because I'm so serious about these goals, I need to be committed. No birthdays, no dinners, no New Year's, even no Christmas, right? And that sounds extreme. <laughs> that sounds extreme. But that was that person, that individual's declaration of their commitment to doing what they know that they need to do, what they want to do. And understanding that the route to that is going to be hard, right? The rest of the caption led on to say, like, you know, once I've reached where I'm trying to go, I'm going to be out, out, invite me to all the things. So this is by no means some arbitrary, you know, self, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> self-restriction but it's understanding that I can do hard things I read that and I didn't I didn't flinch I thought I could do that because I can do hard things the second affirmation on my board is I can do anything so often and this is something that I talk about with clients all the time this is what I mean when I talk about that limitless career it's about us step-by-step step, lifting the limits that we have placed upon ourselves. Some of which stem from limits that have been placed on us by others, right? The people who say what you can be and where you can live and who you can love and how much you can earn and how you have to work, right? Talking about the, um, the, flow of people folks leaving the workplace right the great resignation I guarantee you all of these people at some point or other have been told no you can't quit you can't quit mm -mm. what about your safety what about your reputation job title progression right you can't leave this company what if the other companies but limits limits and at some point, each of these people in their individual journey said, no, I can do anything. And that anything today might be to move to a different organization, to set up my own business, to take some time out altogether. OK, because, again, the list is endless, because what we're trying to say here is that I can do anything. And it's about putting ourselves back in the driving seat of our careers. It's about recognizing all of the possibilities, even some that you've never 
observed or encountered yet, right? Because even though we take it for granted, we all had a moment when we recognized that what we currently do for a living is a thing that people do for a living. Like I can remember when I first read the job title of a customer success manager. I was like, what? So I, what? <laughs> right, I did a double take. I was just like, what is this? Right, when I read the job description for my current role as community manager, I was like, what? You're paying me to do all the things that bring me joy and that I do even if I wasn't being paid. I'm being punked. <laughs> so really it's about us being curious and staying curious and staying empowered to be curious in the first place. Because quite often if somebody tells you you can't do something, you stop. You stop the investigation, you stop looking into it, right? You, you, you stop. And that's the saddest thing. We then give that person who might have even said that to us so flippantly that they probably don't even remember that they said it. We let that person dictate our path. The other thing is I am enough. I am enough enough right this is about standing firm in value standing firm in value how i value myself right how i show up to environments how i show up for clients how i show up for those near and dear to me, I am enough. I don't have to go out and twist myself into this pretzel-shaped being. I don't have to be what somebody else wants me to be. I don't have to be what I quote-unquote think I should, would, could be. I am who I am and I am enough. And again, if we connect this back to the growth, it's understanding that as long as I'm growing, I will always be enough. I will always be enough. And there's so much that can creep up and try and erode this belief, right? Running a business can make you believe that you're not smart enough, you're not savvy enough, you're not good enough at this, good enough at that. You're not popular enough, right? All of these pressures, all of these smoke signals every single day that tell us you need to be more this, more that, more this, more that. I've had, I've had it in both professional and personal context, somebody telling me that I should be more like X or Y. I should be different. I should be more this. I should be less that. In those moments, it's important to remember that I am enough right? And the reason why this is on here, I believe this wholeheartedly, but it has to be there. This board serves as a reminder. So there's nothing wrong with me reminding myself that I am enough. Because just like we can only control what we do, I want to ensure that there is no space or gap for anyone to make me feel less than, inadequate, insufficient, and for that to be absorbed, right? for that to be absorbed. This is my shield. This is my shield. 
I am enough. And I and I want to I want to just take a moment and anchor this a little bit to a career context because I don't want you to think that I don't take feedback, constructive criticism because I do. I I request it of my clients. I request it of leadership. I request it of my peers. I request it of my partner. I request it of my family. I am fine with getting feedback. However, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the project. We're going to talk about the experience. We're going to talk about we're going to we're going to talk actual feedback. <laughs> we're not going to talk wish lists of what I wish jazz could be and should be right we're going to give feedback in a way that is empowering that talks about those possibilities that i mentioned that is practical that is giving advice would be better would be better if you did this would be better if you did that right and i almost feel like that's another episode all by itself okay because some people let's be real some people have never been taught how to give feedback right and some people don't realize that the feedback that they give is actually more of an assassination of character or a dismissal of somebody's identity of somebody's effort right and that it doesn't have to be that way and then the last thing is i am part of the solution and this is really about me having a heart for people and reminding myself that although I may exist in my little bubble in my little corner of the UK that if I have the resource the power the energy to help in moments in circumstances in situations then I will because I believe that I'm here to be part of the solution right i'm here to be part of the solution that's it so it's not me telling you guys that i'm like secretly a avenger <laughs> it's, mu it's much more simple than that but it is a mindset so often it's easy to abdicate responsibility for our communities for our people for others in our sphere this here affirmation is my commitment to not doing that, to not having my blinders on, right? To not having that tunnel vision. This was so, so important. We are more powerful and impactful than we realize. We are making an impression even when we don't mean to. We can make a difference even in the smallest way. So yeah, that was my 2021 vision board. Now going forward, there's gonna be a few things added on. A few things go and swap out. <laughs> but the energy is there, right? The energy is there. And I wanna encourage you, if you've never tried this before, go ahead and give it a go. Give it a go. Open up Canva or another tool. You can use like a slides thing. Like you're just grabbing pictures off the internet and set it as your desktop background and see how different that makes you feel about what it is you're going for. And again, you recognize there's no numbers on here. 
This is not a to-do list or a task list. This is bigger than that, right? This is the foundation that all of those things sit upon. They are in many ways my why, my drive, my motivation, right? It's not the to-do list. It's not the wish list. It's not the letter to Santa Claus. It's not that. That's not how these things work. It's about you really focusing your mind, nourishing your mind, right? Feeding it, realigning it day by day, rewiring those neurons for progress, for growth, for a greater, fuller life. Some of these things are connected to career. Some of these are connected to my health. Some of these are connected to my relationships. Some of these are connected to my confidence. It's connected to my well-being, right? I'm not a one-dimensional person. I don't ever pretend to be. I do not ever even bother to pretend to be. So it's really important that this is a holistic exercise if you choose to do it. And if you don't, take parts of it. Pluck some affirmations, stick them on a post-it, stick them on your screen. Choose some words for the year, right? However it is that you want to do it, go forth and do it. And remember, there's no rules. <laughs> you don't have to wait until midnight, right? On the 31st of December. If you know what you want for next year, don't be ashamed of that. Set yourself up. I think there's a lot of mixed feelings. There's a lot of duality happening right now. I know I certainly feel that within myself where part of me is very much ready to wind down, okay? I watched so many films today. <laughs> yeah, I knew I had so much work to do. Emails to send, right? Projects to prepare. There was that duality where it's like, I'm so inspired to get going on the things that I've set before me, but there's another part of me that's like, rest now because we don't know when the next rest is gonna be, <laughs> right? Or it's the weekend, I'm recording this on a Saturday evening, okay? So yes, I may work through a weekend, but I build in that joy. <laughs> I am compassionate to myself. If I need to take two naps in a day, I'm gonna do that. And it's okay to have that duality. You don't know, you don't owe anybody an exp explanation for that. You don't owe anybody a reason for that. Do not put an essay on your out of office explaining how you are unavailable from this date, but you might be checking your emails and it's because of this and it's because of that. Uh -uh. Draw your line in the sand and live your life behind that line, however you want to do that. I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you making this season whatever you want it to be. And of course, if any of this resonated with you, holler at me out i'm definitely here um and i hope you don't mind me getting a little bit more personal i'm gonna be doing that a little bit more over the next couple of episodes so reach out and let me know how how you're feeling what's going on for you what was on your board what are you looking ahead to next year because i'd love to hear till next time take care
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Limitless Career Podcast, where you hear the how, why, and what it takes to build a career that stands out. If anything from today's episode has impacted you, I'd love to hear about it. So reach out on social media or by email. Don't forget to check the links in the show notes to find out how we can work together, get your hands on some juicy resources, and join the mailing list for more fuel for your ambition. Until next time, take care.